Hello and welcome to another episode of Marketing, Management and Money. I'm your host, Ryan Murray. And I'm your host, Ryan Owens. So for today's episode, I want to pull in an experience that I had recently. And I was talking with a good friend of mine. He owns a home improvement store. And uh, as, I was, as I was talking to him, uh, recently there's been a huge boost to home improvement. Yeah. So, you know, in the United States, they gave out these stimulus checks and then they told everyone to stay home. <laughs> and so you've got all these people with, uh, you know, a few thousand extra bucks kicking around and uh, all of a sudden nothing to do. And so, you know, the uh, the home improvement, the remodeling, the honeydew list has just gone through the roof, right? And so, you know, I, I, I was talking to my friend and he's like, yeah, business is good. It's it's really good right now. He's nice. like, I, I, I can't complain. I've been super busy because everybody wants to work on their house. I'm like, uh, that, that, that's really cool. And, and I, I was talking to him and I said, so, um, what's your plan when things slow down? And he's like, well, you know, even though business is good, I'm still managing as though I was making, you know, what I would normally make this time of year. Uh, I'm not, I'm not overspending just because, you know, yeah. business is good and I'm not giving myself the, you know, that awesome company yeah. bonus, yeah. uh, just because business is good. Like I, I want to see what's going to happen, uh, because it's unseasonably high and if everyone gets all their projects done, is it going to turn unseasonably low throughout right. the rest of you right. know, the, the, the remodeling season when it's hot, you know, spring, summer, fall kind of thing. And there are a million other variables that can play into this scenario. Yeah. You know, in the future, nobody knows what's going to happen. And so, yeah, super smart play on his part. And it was a super smart play. But I asked him, I'm like, well, how are you going to market when things slow down? He's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, you know, when, when things slow down, like if, if it were me, you know, and I was just kind of, uh, you know, talking with him, I said, if it were me, Right now, I'd be telling everybody, hey, you know, if, if you're stuck at home and, you know, you're looking for something to do, remodel your house, you know, and, and, and craft some sort of marketing message around around that. Yeah. Honestly, he's busy enough that he probably doesn't even need to worry about that. Yeah. But, but that's kind of the idea. And I'm like, but when things slow down, you know, I would be saying, hey, it's cheaper to remodel. It's cheaper to fix than it is to build. So now's a great time to fix to save your money. And yeah. he kind of looked at me and he's like, that's an, that's an interesting thought. Like I, I hadn't thought, I'm like, cause you know, with everything that's been going on, you've got people who right now, you know, they've got a lot of money, but unfortunately there are people who they didn't come out on the winning end of this. Like they, right. they, they lost their jobs and they're trying to make th things work. And, and, and so, you know, I'm like, I would be when things slow down, I would be marketing to the slowdown. And I would yeah. be like, hey, if if things are tight, let's fix it rather than have to, you know, buy new. And he's like, that's, that's a good marketing idea. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that applies to time as well. I think there are a lot of people right now that, uh, you know, kids are out of school and, or, you know, or summer's coming and kids are getting out of school mm -hmm. and a lot of people are going to be not working from home anymore, you know, mm -hmm. quote unquote, 
working from home. Uh, definitely not taking a two-hour siesta. <laughs> um, but you, you looked a little sleepy when you came into the studio today. Yeah. <laughs> it was my nap time. Self-designated. I enjoy it. <laughs> no, but um, it, you know, people are going to be getting to a point where that's definitely that's definitely going to be a consideration, not just money, but time as well. Mm-hmm. And looking into those factors, I think is super. Uh, I think that's a great suggestion on your part that he needs to be, you know, looking into what could happen, kind of preparing, putting that strategy together now rather than and thinking about it now rather than just kind of sitting on his hands waiting while things are good and being like. Yeah, raking it in. Yeah, and that's what I really want to focus on today is this question of when should you be looking for your marketing? And and, and I'm going to preface it a little bit with this to say if things are hot now and you're just getting ready to market, like that boat sailed. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, and that's, that's the difficult role of a small business owner, right? An entrepreneur is... Not only do you wear so many hats, you almost have to be clairvoyant, right? <laughs> like you have to be looking. You, I mean, you've got your hands deep in everything from the day-to-day assembly line type minutia of things mm-hmm. all the way through this high-level strategy and managing finances and all these different kinds of things. But then you've also got to have this, this vision, you know, six months from now. And that's got to be your your North Star, Right. That's got to be what you're you're focusing on, thinking about, and it's so difficult, uh, and and it's it's definitely something that I constantly see small business owners struggling with is to maintain that vision and that perspective on looking for and and you know putting that strategy down on paper, yeah, and following it. Now I am going to challenge you okay. because I disagree with one thing that you said. Well, not one thing, a piece that you were alluding to. Sure, okay. This whole crystal ball, you know, clairvoyance, like seeing the future. Sure. And here's where I'm going to disagree. How many times do things repeat themselves? Never. Never. Yeah, yeah. It's it's always it's always unique. It's always that new. Old, it's always that fresh. old mantra of history never repeats itself. <laughs> Words and, to live by. And, and, and that's the issue that I have is. So many small business. If you didn't catch that, we were being incredibly sarcastic. You were, S- yeah. <laughs> so many small businesses, they think that Black Friday is a new thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it's it's mid November, and they're sitting there saying, "I wonder if I should do something for the Christmas season." I'm like, "Uh, yeah, you should have done something back in yeah. June for the Christmas season." Yeah, you know that that spring show, that you know home and garden show that comes around right. every spring. Yep. Well, you don't need to be surprised when all of a sudden, oh, I need a booth for that. Sure. Uh, what am I going to do? Or you know, every year, you know when your hot season is. You know, in in the case of of uh, you know the entrepreneur that I was talking about, his shop. It, it's home remodel, and I get that he got an artificial boost with you know all the stimulus, and there was no way to predict that happening. Right. But every spring, 
You're married. Yeah. I'm married. The honeydew list comes out. We roll up our sleeves. You start gardening. You start building. Yep. And everyone does it. And yeah. so, you know, you know that you've got to ramp up for this stuff. The big boys do it. They, you know, I I always see the Christmas stuff come out before oh, Halloween, yeah. and it drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's because people buy. And so right. they're, they're marketing yeah. ahead of time. And so, that's that's more so what I was alluding to is is not that they need to be like, clairvoyant per se that was because everyone's not as cool as you right definitely not yeah so that's again that's what that's more of what i was alluding to is like the like you said these big boys are rolling out christmas before halloween even hits but the thing is the kicker with that is that they knew that that was going to happen in january february you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's what of the those... pre- of the previous year. Like mm-hmm. they've known for a long time exactly when and what's going to happen, and, and they're ready for it. Yeah, and that's when those meetings are taking place. Yeah, and you know, so so the first thing that... not not that everybody has to be on that level, right? But st- two years in advance is a little more much. But still, I. I I would challenge any entrepreneur listening to the program right now, what was the last meeting that you had? Were you putting out fires or were you looking, you know, three months down the road? If you don't have an agenda item that says, okay, what's coming up next quarter, Mm -hmm. then Put it on there. You yeah. you need to just plan on every management meeting, even if your management meeting is you. If you are a solo entrepreneur mm-hmm. and you're just planning ahead, look and say, what is coming up next quarter? What are the big events that I need to calendar this year? And how much time do those events take? What's the prep that goes into all of these? Yeah. And this really isn't that easy though, in my opinion, like again, small business owners, entrepreneurs, I feel like they have so many things going on. Mm -hmm. Like it's just this chaotic, hold on for the ride kind of a thing in my, you know, a lot of times in my experience, I rarely see this small business owner. That's like, I have it together. (laughs) Not happening, man. Like entrepreneurs are coming out of the shower with wet clothes because they forgot the process, you know? Like, but but why not? I mean, d- does it have to be that chaotic? So that's that's my question for you. Is you know, uh, you seem to have this figured out clearly. <laughs> clearly, I've, we're I've, not all as cool as you. I've I've planned out the next twenty years of my life. Yeah, dude, that would not surprise me. <laughs> I would not be one bit surprised. But no. okay, so for for uh, entrepreneurs out there who might be struggling with this kind of a concept, or small business owners that are like, man, I just. Pff, Forget about next quarter, man. I'm I'm stacked through the end of the week. I don't even know what's going on after that. Like I'm just getting things done, you know? Yeah. Running business day to day. How do you how do you get in that mindset? How do you transition from this psychotic, crazy, you know? So the, the, there are two pieces here, and I only want to focus on one because otherwise we're gonna go too big. Okay. So there's the management side. Okay. of how do you manage correctly your business? How do you plan for things? How do you set aside the appropriate cash flow? Sure. You know, I mean, that, and that's a big discussion right there. Okay. Cool. But then there's also the marketing side. And that's what I want to talk about specifically in this episode is I want to keep this on a marketing level. And the reason why is because 
the management, if I say to you, look, you need to plan for things, you're going to agree with me. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Makes sense. But if I say to you, all right, your sales that you're getting today have nothing to do with what you've done today. They have everything to do with what you did three months ago, six months ago. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to get a little bit more kickback where people are going to be like, no, 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 no. It's it, I'm, I'm out there making the calls today. I'm, I'm out there, you know, putting the ad out there today. Just put out this promotion for 10% off. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, no, it's it's the planning and the process and what you put in place three months ago, six months ago, a year ago, that is giving you the results of today. And and I'm going to prove it here for a second. Yeah. Okay? If you are a startup business, you have zero sales. Right. When does that first sale come? Day one. Day one. Every wake, single time. Wake up as soon as you get that business license. <laughs> start raking in the money. Like, right? How much planning goes oh, it's, in it's wicked. to a startup so much oh my gosh i i love that people are like whoa did you see that startup they're so hot right now and really it's like they've been in the works for nine years man yeah, right <laughs> this last three months is the culmination of nine years mm-hmm. and hundreds of thousands of hours of work yeah and and so if you think that the marketing, that the sales that are happening today, if you think that those are because of the efforts that you just barely did, yeah. you don't understand the process. Well, yeah, customers may be taking advantage of something you just did, but that's right. not why they were initially sparked to, yeah. to yeah. come in. And, and there's so much psychology. I mean, like in yeah. marketing, you have to be exposed to something, uh, you know, and depending on what study you go with, but they say usually about seven times yeah, you seven have to, to ten be, times. yeah, you have to be exposed to something. And so guess what? You're not exposing me in one day. This is yeah. happening over a period of time. And there's the other thing of when you are getting ready to buy something, you've already been marketed to. So think about the last time you went to go buy a car. Oh yeah. So you already <laughs> had, had, had so much marketing hit you and then you needed to buy a car you mm-hmm. you didn't say oh i'm going to go buy a car and yeah. then started the process like the yeah. process started well before your last car broke down or you decided to do the trade in or whatever the case may be yep. like you started thinking about it months in advance and as soon as you start thinking about it you're noticing the ads you're noticing the different car lots Mm -hmm. you might even stop in and just do a couple test drives and you're like oh hey you know it's just for fun we had nothing else going on and so we decided to test drive a couple cars guess what that's marketing that's happening to you well and and before even even before you realize it even before you start thinking about it you're getting those messages you Mm -hmm. know those are leading you they're they're narrowing in on this funnel you know sales funnel it's a marketing funnel or marketing flywheel now and it you know they have a specific purpose for doing exactly what they're doing and a lot of times you don't even realize it yeah and and so i i I want to just really hone in on this concept of as an entrepreneur what's your time frame for your marketing are are you looking out you know a day, a week, two weeks, a month, three months. And and really, you should be looking out, you know, three to six months and saying, yeah. okay. At least a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty bare minimum in my opinion. Yeah. So we, we, we've told them that they should. Yeah. 
how? What, what, what does that look like for an entrepreneur? They're like, okay, I, I'm on board. Sure. I'm agreeing with you. Sure. No, what, that's, what do I do? Great. That's a great next step. That's a really good question. Uh, I, I firmly believe that this level of marketing, uh, it's, it's a really intelligent, really smart way of, of running your marketing. And the great thing about doing it this way, and this is the, the advice that I would give here, is that it's building upon itself, right? Mm -hmm. So you can look at what you're doing today that 10% off that we're offering is really bringing in sales. Well, let's, let's look at what effect it's having and then build on that. You mm -hmm. know, what, what, what's next. And it, it kind of comes back to this concept that we've alluded to or, or talked about earlier in the podcast. I don't remember exactly what episode it was, but uh, it's a concept of, okay, so what? Yeah. And, and this is a little bit different, but same vein. What's next? Uh -huh. You know, what is, because it doesn't matter if they, are a first time buyer or they are your hometown buddy that you've grown up with and known your whole life and they've bought from you your whole life. It doesn't matter. You, the point of, of running a small business is to keep bringing in those sales, right? Mm -hmm. You have your new customers, but you also take care of your, your existing customers and you keep churning through this cycle, right? Yeah. Uh, you don't just make a few sales and you're like, well, I'm done. That was fun. <laughs> And walk away, you know, it's, you're building something. And so mm -hmm. what's next? Yeah. And, and so then I would apply that, like you said, um, and I would, I would really start with a quarter and be like, okay, where do I want this to go? And then look at like, for example, like, like you said, what events do I have coming up? What things are recurring? You know, Valentine's day happens every year. If I'm a flower shop, holy crap. Mm -hmm. Like you can, you can plan on that in the first quarter of the year, but you should be looking at that schedule the last quarter of the previous year. Right. Mm -hmm. And so take a look at some of those things and then be like, if, if something like that is a mile marker for your business, like Valentine's day is for a floral shop, build up to that. What can you do to build up on that? And once you get there, how do you continue to build on that? And oh, that's, did you miss Valentine's Day? <laughs> Make up with her. Here's some flowers. And, and that's what I love is what you're saying here. Okay, Valentine's Day is easy. You know, if mm -hmm. I'm a floral shop and I know Valentine's Day is coming, I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to make a lot of money. But did I do anything for President's Day? Right. Because, oh, right. So Valentine's Day, I made a killing. But what can I do Right after Valentine's Day, am I just going to enjoy the lull of, right. you know... <laughs> you just sit around, twiddle your thumbs for the rest of the year? Yeah, yeah. And, and so I, I, I look at that and I'm just like, okay, as you're planning it out, and I love how you were talking about building where you are. You know, if, yeah. if you are struggling to just focus on what's happening today then your goal is to get one day ahead. Yeah. You know, exactly. don't, don't be like, there's no way I can be a quarter ahead. You know, like yeah. it's, it's, it's like, okay, get one day ahead, get one week ahead and, and, and build where you are, um, you know, putting it all together. The other thing is regardless of how successful your marketing is going today, you have to be working on the marketing that's going to be happening tomorrow. You know, if, if I'm selling a whole bunch today, 
I still need to be selling tomorrow. And I see these entrepreneurs, it's the roller coaster. It's hot. And they ignore all their leads and their prospects. So it dies. Yeah. And then they, you know, ramp, ramp, ramp up, ramp up, ramp up. And then it gets hot. Yeah. And then they ignore all their leads and their prospects. And it dies. And, yeah. you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, get off of the roller coaster. Even when it's hot. When you're so busy that you just can't keep up with the demand, you still have to be prospecting. Yeah. You still take some time to look for new customers. And this this was a concept that was first in, introduced to me when I read uh, it was The Ultimate Sales Machine by Chet Holmes. Mm. Uh, kind of an interesting book. Uh, I enjoyed it. There were some good concepts in there. I don't know that it's uh, it didn't make my, my top 10 ever list. <laughs> but, uh, you know, anyone who's in sales and trying to understand that, it, it's worth a read. But um, he introduced this concept to me that at the time I was unfamiliar with, and that was regardless of how successful he was, he was always prospecting. And I thought, well, why don't you just enjoy the success that you're having? Why aren't you, you know, why aren't you reaping all those rewards? Yeah. And, and it's because of that roller coaster. Mm -hmm. He's like, get off the roller coaster and don't, you know, you don't want it to dry up. And so, you know, and, and this isn't just people who are in the traditional direct sales. Right. The floral shop, if Valentine's Day is going to be your big day, prospect so that President's yeah. Day and St. Patrick's Day and Memorial Day are good days too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. And, When's and, prom? And When's Thursday. Prom? Yeah, exactly. You know, make, make Thursday a good yeah. day. <laughs> well, and that's, like I mentioned earlier, uh, briefly with the marketing flywheel, that's why um, we've, in, in the industry, we've kind of transitioned away from the sales funnel into the marketing flywheel, mm -hmm. right? or the marketing funnel into the marketing, excuse me, the marketing flywheel um, is because you, so you know what a flywheel is. It's like one of those things you used to play with when, with your, when you were a kid, it's like on a, uh, you take a straw and you put a pin into these like, yeah, I always called them a pinwheel, a pinwheel. There you go. You know, there you go. Yes. If you don't know what that is, Google pinwheel. <laughs> uh, so in order for those to, spin in order for something to happen it has to, there has to be an action taken on that there has to be some force applied in the case of the pinwheel or the flywheel it's uh, wind or air mm -hmm. and so you you know you either have to hold it out in the wind or out the car window or <laughs> blow on it or whatever but you have to do something to get that to spin uh, and it's the same thing with the marketing flywheel in order to start that process and then continue that process, you have to blow on it. And if you blow on it and you're like, yeah, that was great. I'm going to kind of just sit back and enjoy this because I'm a little lightheaded from blowing. It's going to slow down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But the cool thing about it is once it gets going, it takes a lot of gumption and effort and force to get it going. But once it gets going, once it's already up there, it doesn't take much. D and that's, that's kind of what I love about your example is, you know, this guy may be making the biggest sale of his life, but he's always prospecting. He's always putting in a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, and that's all it takes. That's yeah. all, all it takes to win big. It's just, just give a little bit. So when it's going, do you think anyone has coined the phrase marketing momentum? Probably. Cause that's what we're talking about here yeah. is, you know, the, the principles of momentum are, it takes a lot of force to get it going, hardly any force to keep it moving. Yeah. But if you let it stop, 
it takes a lot of force to get it going again. Marketing physics. <laughs> yeah. And so that, that's check us out on www.marketingphysics. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but that's all we're talking about here is we're just talking about the momentum in yeah. your marketing. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I love how you're talking about that flywheel because I think of those flywheels and I was like, you know, when you said sticking it out the car window and I'm like, oh, yeah, I love doing that because, yeah. you know, yeah. but when I had to blow on that thing, it's like, <laughs> and, and, you know, it just, it, it, it got tiresome yeah because I was having to do all this effort. And so if yeah. you can keep the flywheel spinning, yep. it doesn't take much more effort to keep it going. Okay, so we've been kind of talking in the land of, you know, imaginary pinwheels and flywheels and whatever, but how do we relate this to business, right? How do we relate right. this to small right. business? So I'm going to kind of go to the extreme example first of what this looks like. Okay. So we, we've, we've talked several times now about what this looks like a quarter out or six months out, like uh -huh. having this strategy in place and whatever. Um, and you know, once your customers start telling their other customers and say, no, you got to go check this out and you've done nothing. That's like holding the pinwheel out the car window. Yeah. Right. But again, coming back to, to day one, you know, where I'm at as an entrepreneur or small business owner right now and things are crazy and it's just like this whole pandemic thing happened and I've got the end of the world to deal with and my kids at home and blah, 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 you know, all these things just layered on top of each other. And I can't even think until the end of the week, what that legitimately, like you mentioned, what that looks like is just taking step one, you know, take that first step and say, okay, what am I doing right now? What worked? Mm -hmm. What didn't work? Yep. And then how do I build on that? What's next? Mm -hmm. So I think if you can ask yourself that question and then keep asking that question until it gets a little bit further out and a little bit further out, I think that that is a great strategy for any small business owner to be able to kind of head down that road of putting something substantial in place to where it's just like holding that out the window. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, and if you're trying to get some ideas on how to market, uh, you know, we've got a good dozen marketing episodes that we've already put together. You can check it out at www.marketingmanagementmoney.com. And just under the category, search for marketing. It'll pull up all of those. But uh, also enjoy the ones on management, on money. Check us out on Twitter at MMMSmallBiz. That's B-I-Z. Uh, and uh, yeah, If you have any questions or anything, drop us a line. Yeah. Throw it out there on Twitter and we'll, we'll get back to you and see what we can, we can do to help. Yeah. We love it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's been great to have you with us. Until next time. Take care. Mm -hmm.